Blog Talk Radio. your host here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a certified reconnective healing practitioner, sound therapist, and positive psychology practitioner with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. 
Our chat room is open, so feel free to join the discussion. That's probably going on as we speak. We are having a few technical difficulties, so if you do put a question in, we will try to watch for it and get it on air. And as an alternative, for those of you who are on the go and you cannot continue to listen online, please call us directly by dialing 347 202-0227, and that way you can listen via phone, or please be sure to use your Bluetooth if you are driving about. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. With Audible.com, you can listen to audiobooks wherever and whenever you want, and you can get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. You know, what a great show we have in store. I think that probably most of us are fully aware that the holidays are right around the corner. So we here at Energy Awareness Radio wanted to provide a show that would help you with your holiday shopping list. A gift that is beautiful to look at, could easily be displayed in the home, and from which one would continually receive benefit. And as you know, we discuss a different book each and every week. And this week, we're going to be discussing many books with Sheila and Brett Waldman, founders and publishers of Tristan Publishing. Now, I, this past May, was in New York City at the Book Expo America, and I met Sheila there. And I have to tell you, the display of books in their booth was unbelievably incredible. First, every book is of the highest quality, and you could see that from a distance it was incredible. It just drew me right in. The colors were vivid. The designs are beautiful. It, they just capture you. From messages of hope, gaining new perspectives on life, and learning how to let go to teaching life lessons to children, each book is really its own special gift. And from my conversation with Sheila, I learned about their company philosophy, and I knew right then and there these exquisite treasures needed to be shared globally. And that's when I asked her if they would come on air, and they agreed to come on air and share all that they have with all of us. So, Sheila, Brett, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking time to join us. How are you being? Well, wow. Oh, wow. What, what an introduction. We are fabulous. That is an honor. Thank you. Wow. I think we are everywhere with us. I, you could see it across the room. I mean, I remember I, I walked by and I just didn't walk by and I stood there for a while gazing because they are so beautiful. Uh, you know, it's, it's difficult today because a lot of people are doing e-reading and I don't own a Kindle. I don't want to do e-reading. I can't, it's too much on my eyes, even though they have, you know, the screens that they say are good for your eyes or whatever. And I like to hold a book, and your books people want to hold. So I wanted to start tonight by first, perhaps you could tell us a bit about Tristan Publishing itself and how you got started with all of this. Sure. Well, I'll start out, and then I'll hand it over to Brett, and uh, we'll do a little tag team here. So, um, sure. Well, just thanks again, and thanks for finding us in New York City <laughs> that uh, <laughs> a few months back. Um, so, so our our entire uh, philosophy is we we do books with a message, books that inspire, uplift, and give hope. Um, most of our books are real short reads. It usually takes about ten minutes to read one of our books, but we we hope that they will make a lasting impression, really tug at your heartstrings, or or make a difference in your life. We've um, we've had an opportunity to do um, books that are are meant for lots of different situations, like you had mentioned, you know, losing a loved one, um, mm -hmm. celebrating the birth of a new baby, um, 
growing through the narrow spots. I know we'll talk more about each, but um, how to deal with changes in life, um, those sorts of things. And, and we do that by way of short books that um, with with just beautiful illustrations or beautiful pictures that will um, will touch touch your heart and hopefully make a difference in your life. So that's kind of what do. we do. And, um, and I you think do it I'm well. Gonna... Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to turn it over to Brett, who um, who can talk a little bit about how Tristan came to be. Great. Yeah, hi. Uh, this is a great honor. We, uh, as Sheila mentioned, we we just delight in uh, making a difference, um, hopefully, in people's lives um, during uh, some of the challenged or exciting moments, uh, intimate moments, uh for, for sure. Uh, how did we begin? Well, uh, I, I really grew up uh, in the in the book selling world in the book uh, community. My my dad and my uncle owned a wholesale book company here in Minneapolis uh, called The Bookman, and I uh, truly uh, packed and stickered and swept all my summers and weekends and breaks. And uh, <laughs> over the years, I uh, you know really got hooked and and. Uh, you know the just the the the, the power um, of the written word uh, was instilled in my in my heart at an at a very young age. And as I grew up, I I ended up going into the family business, and and uh, along the way um, we started publishing. And um, uh, about about eleven years ago, we 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 closed the wholesale business and continue on the legacy of 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 publishing. And uh, and that's so so we 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 got to start with wholesaling and and uh, got to really watch a publishing company start around the table with my dad side by side and and then uh, uh, then started Tristan Publishing um, and then from there uh, about a year later we we uh, we purchased my dad's company and, and then Sheila uh, came alongside me and and uh, we're we're. We're grateful and proud to carry on the legacy that he created and, and hopefully along the way uh, uh, make our own mark, uh, hopefully to God be the glory. Oh, you don't even have to do hopefully. You're definitely making your own mark. I love the name Tristan. Is there any significance to that at all? How did that come about? Because it's a beautiful name. <laughs> well, the significance is it's my middle name. And, oh, wow, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my mom wanted it to be my first name, and my dad uh, didn't want that. So now that it has front billing as the company name, my mom's pretty tickled. Yeah, yeah. Where did she get it from? Is it a family name? It's just pretty. No, she she. It isn't a family name. She felt like you that it was a beautiful name, and and plus she loved the Tristan and Isolde um, uh, opera as well. But she loved the name. Okay, yeah, I, I did too, and I thought, I wonder if this has any significance at all. You don't have to worry about the hopefully part. You, you people are making your marks. These books have lasting impressions. They are, and you're right, they do hit the intimate moments of a person's life. I read them, when they came in, I sat and read them in one afternoon, a Saturday afternoon, crying and laughing and crying more and laughing more and crying again. It, it, it is unbelievable what these messages are, and I think what I like best is that you know, they are so succinct. They are short reads, but they make such a, an impact, which is your point and part of your philosophy, faith-based books that 
you know, you read a book in 10 minutes like that, and it can shift your perspective. And we can shift our energy in a, in a nanosecond. So these books really, there is a lastingness within them. It must be very difficult to choose from all that you get, those that you feel would truly make an impact, because I'm sure you are inundated with many people sending you things. You, yeah, you get it. Um, it is, that is our hardest thing. Uh, it's, it's our greatest challenge. We, we do get thousands of manuscripts a year, and we are a very small boutique publishing house. We publish somewhere between six and ten books every year, or most years, I should say. So, um, so we, we just have to look for those gems that really touch our own heart. You know, there are, there are so many good manuscripts that come across our desk, but we kind of go through this process of, um, as we review them, both Brett and I need to absolutely love a manuscript. It needs to just just tug at our heartstrings so much that it brings tears to our, our eyes. Um, and it has to be something that fits with our message. You know, there's a lot of really funny books out there. There's a lot of, um, you know, corny books out there and, and also a lot of um, a, a lot of just real serious reads that are very good. But we know that our place is to um, do books that will encourage and uplift and give hope. So, you know, between absolutely loving the manuscript, it's fitting that mission of encouraging, uplifting, and giving hope. Those are kind of the two big, big criterias. And then there's a third, which I think anyone would understand, we have to feel that it will sell. You know, there are lots of books out there, lots of great messages, but if it's not a message that we feel will touch the masses, as much as we might want to do it, we just have to make the the business decision that makes the most sense for the author and for us. So that, that's kind of how we go about doing it. And, and yet they're still very reasonably priced, especially for the quality. Yes, they do have paper jackets, but these are not your ordinary paper jackets. And then when you take the jacket cover off, the book is, I want to say, like old-fashioned books that are well, so well-made and I don't know, the paper, the cloth, whatever you want to call it, it's just different. These, these are just, they're timeless, you know. These are things that will be passed down time and time again. And one of your authors, Warren Hansen, he certainly does this very, very, very well. He excels at being able to get a message across. I mean, one of the, the book today's special, yes, it is, is about life in a small town cafe. I mean, you know, you'd think, all right, what am I going to, you know, get out of this? But you cry when you read this, cry. <laughs> Is, and all oh, his books that. are great. I love that book too. Uh, Warren is just—he um, is—he's like a member of our family. You know, that's one of the things we we do have the honor and privilege to really get to know our authors, and and they do become members of our family, and we have theirs. We've worked with Warren for years and years, going all the way back to Brett and his dad's publishing company. Um, Warren was the illustrator of A Cup of Christmas Tea. A lot of yeah. um, people may recognize that. And then he illustrated Peef the Christmas Bear series. Um, he and Tom Hegg worked together on both of those books. And then Warren just has continued to, um, to produce with us some really amazing books. The Next Place, which is meant to bring a, a, a bit of peace and comfort after a loved one has passed away. Um, mm -hmm. Today's special, Dear Me. Yeah, I mean, um, he's a talent, and we are, um, we're really honored and blessed to work with him. 
He absolutely is. And the fact that he's also an illustrator and writer, I mean, tell me what we did today. As you said, the next place, Raising You Alone, uh, you know, these are heart-wrenching books, but they're so valuable. The, the, the message is so good. Uh, everything happens for a reason. Uh, what really matters? Paw prints in the stars. The list goes on and on. So there is something for everyone, and they're high quality, reasonably priced, and they are a gift. Just in, When you hold the book, you almost feel the energy, I do, of, of the book. You almost feel how good it is and what, what care and love has been put into it. And I think that's what, what caught me the most. Your booth was just buzzing with energy. And as I picked up each book, I was like, oh, oh it really was wonderful. <laughs> and the Christmas series he writes, you know, A Cup of Christmas Tea. And as you said, Peep the Christmas Bear. Uh, you know, all of the, this man is really a true, true, true talent. Um, I, I can't get over how, how much he's written, and, and he keeps coming up with more and more. And, and you're only doing six or seven books a year, and I think I've talked probably about ten of his alone. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, he, he does, and he, he is, and it's, um, he's just a talent. And Tom Haig is actually the author of A Cup of Christmas Tea, and Tom Haig is also the author of the Peep the Christmas Bear series. And so they started in working together um, years ago with us, um, and and so they became just a dynamic duo. Just um, a cup of Christmas tea was on the New York Times bestselling list, um, bestseller yeah. list, I should say, for I, I think it was four years running, um, and uh, just just a, a beautiful message that that is meant to you know touch hearts, especially at this time of year. Absolutely, and you can even put it out as part. I mean, I do. I put out Christmas books as part of my Christmas decorating when I, you know, right after Thanksgiving. And uh, Warren Hanson, of course, illustrated that book and Peep the Christmas Bear. So I wasn't trying to short Tom Haig, who also wrote Bring It, that the little baggage to help the high school graduate carry on. I mean, you know, even that, I, I thought, wow, this is crazy good. These people really know how to put something into a short form because. You know, short stories, you used to buy a book and it had 40 short stories in it. Now you can just buy the book with the short story that makes the most difference. And I think that's what I like most about about all of these books. And they're beautiful to look at. Well, thank you. Thank you. We we like to think of them as um, something that, you know, you know, people these days when they buy a, a greeting card, they're they're getting quite expensive. And and when we create something of a of we, – we strive to make a, a treasure of a book – you know, the beautiful thing about a book, we believe, is that, you know, instead of it, you know, being held, maybe put in a drawer, you know, a book is something that somebody goes back to and draws from on a regular basis and or even a few times a year. And, and that's, that's our hope. And, you know, what really fuels us is when we hear these stories from people from across the country where, where you know, the book has in one way or another made a difference in their life. And, and we just get so excited. We, we call it around our office Sweet tears um, sometimes mm-hmm. when we hear these, these stories that, that just move you. And they do. Uh, you know, the uh, Joan Steffen, am I pronouncing her name properly? You got it, Joan Steffen, did you? Okay. okay. And she sparkled. This is a great book for a birthday card for a woman, because you're absolutely right. Cards are very, yeah. very, very expensive. So here's the card, and if, if you only get somebody a card and you don't get them a gift, here's the card you can get them, because you can refer back to it. It does give you that that instant, 
not gratification. I, I don't really like that word for this, but it gives you that instant shift in energy so that you can go from a, you know, I'm not having a really great day to, oh, wow, yeah, okay. It's a reminder. It's a refresher that, you know, anything, within anything, you can find gratitude. In all of these books, even though it doesn't say that, and I'm really big on gratitude, you can find gratitude within these just by reading them, just by even opening up and reading a few paragraphs of, you know, uh, pages that they have written, the few um, phrases that they have. It's incredible that all of these authors, it must be the time for this uh, in in history for this to occur where you don't have to read an entire book to get the message. And I think you have a niche in the marketplace with that, and I think it's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, in the case of Joan, that book, uh, And She Sparkle, is really a – a unique one. Joan Steffen, some of you out there have uh, remember her name. She was a, um, a TV broadcaster here in Minneapolis for about 10 years, and then she went on to have her, host her own show on, on HGTV called Decorating Sense. And mm-hmm. um, she created quite a following. And, you know, what happened with her is that she had all the trappings of success um, that you can think of, and she mm-hmm. had a beautiful family and a, and a handsome, marvelous husband, and yet she felt she lost her joy. And they mm-hmm. were coming back from a trip uh, to Mexico, and all seemed excellent on the outside, and she realized all at once how much she was missing. And she decided she was going to write something down about this on the airplane, and so she sat down and she ended up writing uh, this, this story, this book, this book called And She Sparkled. And it, it's short, as you know, and you've mentioned, but uh, she considers it, oddly enough, you can read it, like Sheila said, in about 12 minutes. But she mm-hmm. feels like this is her life story. This is where, you know, here she was. It, it starts when it talks about when she was a, a young girl and she was alive and bright and danced and sang. And as she grew up, she started to, uh, she continued to do that. And grownups kind of told her, hey, that's not what you do as a grown up. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to act like that. And over time, you know, she started listening a little bit more and a little bit more, sitting in a, in a, in a perfect row. Uh, not letting her heart sing. And and over time, she felt she lost herself in the process. And uh, so what she did, which was quite profound at the time, realizing this, writing this down on this legal tablet on the airplane, and all coming together for her, she made a profound decision, and she decided to leave at the the pinnacle, at the height of her her, uh, show. She left her own show in order to actually come and, 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 and redefine her life and find the joy once again, uh, given that that was much more important to her than all these other trappings, including even uh, being on the Oprah show for her show. And, and um, so that's the background of that story. And, you know, you're right. Even though it's short and someone may not think it's a life story, you can see it in this. You can, when you read it, you realize, wow, because they're writing, but there's such depth behind it. They're allowing the reader to read between the lines in a very unique and and impactful way, in a way that you might not know absolutely everything that's going on with the person's life, but you certainly get that there were, there were issues, there were instances, there were challenges, there, you know, difficulties, 
and you get it, and then to come out the other side, it doesn't have to be long. It is indeed her life story. And it, well, you know, it's an author, beautiful. That, as an author, that, that does take such a skill um, to, mm-hmm. we kind of, we always say less is more with the books yes. that we do. So, you know, this, these perfectly selected words that can convey more than paragraphs or chapters can. And that is an art. Um, and so it, it's not easy writing a short book. One might even say it's more challenging than ever to try and get, you know, a, a message that you're trying to share in 40 pages or less. So I think it is more difficult because you have to be so succinct and you want to make sure you capture everything. But that's where books get too long. You know, I mean, I've had people send me 500 page books that I can't even do one show on. And I had someone send me a book that was 57. Yeah, really. And I had one gentleman send me a book that was 57 pages, I think it was. We did two separate shows because there was so much information in it. The fact that, you know, not just you're reading between the lines, but it resonates with you. Everybody, I don't care what book they pick up and read that you have here, everybody will resonate with something in that book. In every single book, there was some memory that was, that was jarred and it, it triggered something in me. And I thought, wow, I can't believe this. This is crazy. This is crazy good. And I kept going back, and I'd, I'd be laughing, saying, all right, let me just read this again because this can't be right. And, and it was because it was their story, but it was my story. And everybody, I think, would have that same experience because you resonate with it and you can see the similarities. Do you know what I mean? Well, thank well, you. Uh, That's what we hope. I mean, we, we do, you know, and we look for um, the books that are going to be included in our, our catalog and that we're taking on. We hope that each one of those messages will, will speak to everyone, you know, that they are universal, but they're still as, um, as personal as they can possibly be by way of how they, how they might speak to a certain situation. And that, that's um, – there's an art to that too, you know, and, and, um, but it's, it's so worth the hard work because when it, when it works, it really works. Yes. And it works beautifully. Now, one of the books that Joan wrote as well as peace in peace out, and that's a great book because it starts out, it's only about 70 pages actually of reading. So this one might take a little longer than 10 minutes, but you know, maybe half an hour because you're reading each paragraph, but there are short paragraphs, but then it becomes a journal. I was fascinated by that because I love journaling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that I love that book too. So I'll I'll give you a little bit of background there. So Joan's yeah. first book was And She Sparkled. And you know, Brett had shared that Joan left her um her post uh as the television host and she actually about the same time that she was writing And She Sparkled, she um decided to found a nonprofit organization called Peace Begins with Me. And the whole concept was you know, you don't have to do something major in this world to make an impact. It's those little things that you can do each day, how you look at someone, how you smile at someone, a, an act of kindness that you show to them that can actually start in changing this big world that we're in. And mm-hmm. so the, how the book is laid out, you're right, the first 70 pages, it's actually, you could actually do a page a day we, or um, two pages a day. We kind of laid it out so that if you wanted to use this as a workbook for a month, you could do it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. hardcover, though, I should say that. It's a beautiful hardcover. Um, so it's not a workbook, but you could use it that way. Um, but on the left-hand side, it's things that you can do to kind of bring peace to yourself, um, treating yourself with love in, in a special way, 
And then on the opposite page, on the right-hand side, it's what you can do to share that same sort of piece with someone else, so how you can mm-hmm. pay it forward or give it, give it back to someone else. And so it just, it takes you through this journey of, like you said it before, um, you know, it just, it shifts your perspective maybe a little bit, you know, it helps you just think a little bit differently about something. And then the whole back of the book, if you look at the front of the book, you actually see it's written by Joan Steffen and you. So the right. whole back of the book is uh, about a hundred and so page, a hundred or so pages of um, journal pages that you can write whatever you desire. And that's the hard part for me, okay? Here I have this beautiful book that I don't want to write in because I, I don't write in books. I mean, I see people, they'll say to me, why aren't you writing notes in the book? And I'm like, I don't write in books. You don't write in books. Books are treasures. You just don't write in books, you know? And I know it's a journal, and I journal all the time. And I have a gratitude journal. I've been doing that for like 25 years. And I noticed peace in, peace out. I got it immediately when I started reading. It's like, oh, peace within yourself and then give peace to others. This is very clever. But the hard part is not that I want to treat it as a daily journal, but this is too special. What can I treat this as? And I love the idea of when there is a uh, – and, and, and I've written these on separate pages because I want to make sure when I write it in the book it's written pretty and I can read it. Because <laughs> I have horrible handwriting. I really, I really do. <laughs> I think, you know, too much, too much typing. But I'm thinking what I would use it for is to write down when I – either receive something, an act of kindness for someone, and then I turn around and give it out. So my piece in a piece out, or when I give something and I learn that someone paid it forward, their piece in a piece out, and to be able to do the two. So that's kind of what I'm building toward for my 100 pages of doing that. But as I said, I want to make sure I write it well, because it's too pretty a book to just scribble in and look at it and say, I wonder what I was writing. What's that word? <laughs> well, you know what? We have a warehouse full of those books. So when you fill that one up, I promise yeah, you we'll get you another one. <laughs> I've been doing journaling for years and I love it. And I, I think that's why I just love your book so much, because it's almost like you're reading someone's journal. It's very, these books are very intimate. These, as you said, um, Brett, at the beginning of the show, they're very intimate. They're very, you know, it's a message that's there for everyone, but it's about someone else's life. And it's, I don't know, there's just something that really resonates within. And that must be the feeling that you get when you're choosing what manuscripts to do. And, and I bet you anything, the two of you probably go, oh, wow, this is just, this is the one. And every time it's the one, you just know it. It's that knowingness in your solar plexus that comes popping through. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, that's exactly true. Like Sheila said, we, uh, it, you know, obviously it has to fit our mission. Um, it, 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 and, and, and uh, you know, we have to we have to believe that we can you know sell it. But in the case for us of selling it, it's it's really to know that we're going to make a difference. You know, I um, we have to keep the lights on, yes. But you know, we feel like we were called to to produce these books and given the gift to do so. Um, and so we really just we truly want to touch people's lives. And um, but what you said is right. Um, we just know. You know, it, it gets to this place where we just it's hard for us to explain to someone else how much we love the book or the manuscript, then we know it's right. And it is amazing. You know, Sheila's a strong person, and, and uh, you know, I have, uh, you know, strong thoughts too. But, you know, it's, it's so interesting how, like you said, when, when the right one comes, we just know it. It's, it's so interesting how uh, it just, everything dissolved and dissolves, and we just know that this is a, a treasure that, that we want to be a part of uh, to bring forth. 
And, and I think this is definitely, you found your purpose and it's fulfilling for you and it's purposeful and others benefit so greatly from it. There's no way that you're missing any impact for anyone because as you stated before, if, if one person, if it hits one person, you just know they're going to talk about it. They have to, you, you would have to be completely stoic to not, I mean, oh. I, I, you, Seriously, you know, I mean, I have the pile of books and when clients or patients come in and I'm talking to them, I'll say, well, here's something that will help you and be uplifting. I don't know how many people I have told about uh, Joan's books, you know, and she sparkled and peace in and peace out. And I've said, you know, just go down to you know, the bookstore and ask for it if they don't have it and try to get it in and see, you know, if they can get it for you. I'm quite sure they can because it makes a difference and it's very cathartic to write. So the journal to me was very, is that the only journal you have in your publishing? You know, we have um, one of our authors, Jody Hills, also has some journals. Um, they're they're a little bit they're more of a spiral bound journal, so a little bit more like your everyday type of a journal. Um, yep. And then um, we have one book, and I think we sent you a copy of this, but um, it's the Hope Heals Journal. Um, that is a book that um, is meant to help someone who is dealing with the loss of a loved one. It's a place oh, no, where you didn't. I would have I would have mentioned that. No, I don't have oh, that because my goodness. we deal with a lot of losses. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will I will send you that. Um, it this book is um this book is just a a, a real precious gem. It's first it's beautiful, uh, and you know I am a little prejudiced, so sorry, but um <laughs> it, it's just it's a lovely book, and it's meant to be a keepsake book for a family member to write precious memories of their time with their loved one who has since passed away. There's a place where you can write about um, their, your favorite memories with them. You can write about um, the day that they passed away. You know, the whole idea, well, the book is written by two school grief counselors. They, they go into schools and they help um, kids, teenagers, deal with uh, the loss of a loved one. And they meet with them on a weekly basis throughout the school year. And they came up with this idea years ago, and they created a, a kind of a, a simpler form of this book. And then they came to us, and they asked if we would help them create, you know, really a masterpiece that would be, would be something so special for these kids and these families to, to use after they've lost someone. So we set out to do that. And, um, and it's, it's a book that, while the original idea was for it to be used with high school students, when we created it with them, our our goal was to create something that could be used for high school students, but it could also be used for, you know, a 50-year-old man when he loses someone that he loves. So um, it's called Hope Heals, and it's a journal of love, loss, and memories. And um, it, it's it's a really special book. So that would be another example of a journal book that we have. We also have Paw Prints in the Stars, which yes. is um, meant to um, help someone after they've lost a pet, a dog or a cat in particular. Brett and I are, are huge animal lovers. And yes. um, when we lost our Pekingese about oh seven or eight years ago now, um, we actually went to Warren Hansen, who's the author of that book, and we knew the mm -hmm. impact that the next place had for people. And, um, and we said, Warren, you know, I think we need to try to come up with something for someone who's lost a pet. And Warren, in his masterful way, um, did that. And so um, that book is filled with journal pages, too. 
That is beautiful. And, yeah, I cried with that one, too. Uh, <laughs> I cried a lot. But these were good tears, you know, because I've lost pets, and it's very difficult. And people who don't own pets kind of don't understand all the time that it really is part of these, – these animals are part of your family. And, you know, they – they don't. They love you no matter what. They're, it's totally unconditional, and you know it's it's hard when you uh, when you have to put a pet down or lose a pet through some tragedy. And this was, yeah, Warren. Boy, you you picked the right person to write the book for you because it, it's fabulous, and there are places for photos in it and for writing as well. Now you have at least one book I know in Spanish, and I think it's the book, the next place. But I can't pronounce. I don't speak Spanish, so I don't. <laughs> yes, we we do have. Uh, we do. The, the next place uh, ha- has really has really been something uh, remarkable. That that book has uh, continues to sell um, and and grows in its in its strength. We're selling uh, you know near nearly fifteen thousand copies every six months now. And and um, that book, of course, like Sheila mentioned, is is for the loss of a loved one. The the interesting thing about that book is that. Warren wrote it in in the way that it is in the voice of the person that's passed, mm-hmm. and so it creates a whole experience in in reading. But in essence, hearing this, um, you 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 automatically place the voice of the person as you're reading it, and and it it creates a, a whole experience. And and this book, for many years, we did have a lot of requests um, to produce it in Spanish, and and so we we indeed did did that and uh we we're glad we did it it um it is being well received in 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 spanish as well and uh mm-hmm. i i might note that paw prince and the stars when we did go to him on that book um that book too is is written in the voice but this time it's in the voice of the pet that's had yes. whether it's yes dog cat and and it kind of uh adds a, a whole nother heightened level of uh experience as you're reading through it does, and and the I will say the next place was a national bestseller, and so yeah. you know you have a lot of people going through the. I do a lot of hospice work, so you know you have a book called um, Just One Day, and it's uh, about um, if you could just tell someone that you would take their pain and illness if you could for them. And and I have not read this book because I don't have it, but I just I saw it and I thought there's a lot of books on this one page in your catalog that completely are geared toward a hospice situation. And right. in a very nice way, as hard as that is, it's probably the most difficult part of my work, but it's the most rewarding. And all of these, and as I said, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, a, a child who loses a grandfather or a person who loses a pet, um, the Hope Heals Journal. It's a wonderful array of books that you offer for people going through that process because no one really knows how to talk about that well. And they don't, they kind of just, you know, skirt around issues rather than facing them. And these books help them to face, I think. And I think that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Um, then there's another book that I fell in love with too, Dear Me, because this book, you could literally take this book, you read this, and you see what the author has done, and it's Warren Hansen again, and he's written a letter, you know, share, share, shared letters between your younger self and, and your older self, so you can go back and forth, and to read this book kind of gives you the inspiration to do it for yourself, and it's very yes. interesting to see what life lessons 
you know, what it's almost like going back and saying what if and what you should do and what would have happened. You can actually see the timeline. I love the way he wrote this book. This is very significant as well. You've just got, I think you hit every subject possible in a beautiful way. <laughs> I, I know. I love that book too, you know, and it does make you kind of ask yourself, well, would I want to know, you know, how this was all going to play out and, um, and then how's it going, you know, in terms of where you're at in life. That book was really special. Um, Jeffrey Zaslow, who is the co-author of um, The Last Lecture, also wrote the foreword of that book for Warren. And that was before Jeffrey Zaslow passed away. So it was, um, it was a, um, it, it's special for so many reasons. And uh, I love that book, too. I just think it's a great thinker. It really makes you think. Mm-hmm. And he's also, Warren wrote another book, I shouldn't be calling him Warren, Mr. Hansen wrote another book, uh, Beginning, The Encouragement at the Start of Something New, whether it's a diet, whether it's graduation, uh, having a baby, getting married, um, starting chemotherapy, even if you're going through a divorce, something like that. It, it's, it's words of encouragement and, and hope and, and congratulations and moving forward and letting go of the past. There's so much that that book brings to the table for people, you know, uh, and then to Start off with the Christmas ones again. I know we talked about a cup of Christmas tea. There's even a cup of Christmas tea in a mini book. I know you have that. And a, and a memory of Christmas tea, which is a sequel to the cup of Christmas tree, correct? That is correct. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, see, that could be purchased as a set and, you know, get the New York Times bestseller, get the memory of Christmas tea, and then get the little mini one because it would look cute on display somewhere and you know what's in it. You don't have to read the whole thing all over again if you don't want to. <laughs> But you can read. The fun thing about the little one is it's got everything in it. It's really fun, and um, we get pictures of people that have used them for place settings. And yeah, we it's it's this, that's w- earlier when we talked about liking this time of year. I think that's part of it because so many people will invite us into their um, their lives by way of emails and letters when they they share how our books have made a difference. So it's really fun. Yeah, and that's actually great because that's like an ornament size, you know, and yes. you could use it as place settings, put someone's name, just a piece of paper over it with, you know, their name on it so people know where to sit. Yeah, that, it's a great, what a great little book, you know. You, everything in here, there's not one thing in here that I, that I look at. I'm totally amazed by it. I even think you have a book that says I'm amazed. I am. <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> All right, and you even have, uh, don't you have sports books? You have something like sports books. Um, well, we oh be, we have um, the, we've we've had some real fun opportunities. Um, years ago, there was a um, a baseball player. Many people will recognize his name, Kirby Puckett. He was from the Minnesota Twins. He grew up in Chicago, and it, that book, even though Kirby is no longer with us, um, he passed away some years ago. It is a book that is all about inspiring kids to be the best that they can be. In fact, the name of the book is Be the Best You Can Be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his his upbringing, his upbringing wasn't something that would be um necessarily setting him up for success. And um but he he just never let that stop him. He stayed true to himself. He actually grew up in the projects in Chicago. And uh, he he just worked really hard, and he followed his dream, and he became just a, a huge success um, on the on and off the uh, the baseball field. And there's another similar book, so that's kind of be the best you can be is really perfect for boys. Um, mm-hmm. We also have a book called Girls Can, 
And that oh. is the story of Sandra Day O'Connor, Sarah, um, Sandra Day O'Connor, um, uh, Jackie Sally Joyner, Kirstie, and, yeah, yeah. and, and um, Sally Ride. Thank you. You know my books better than we do. Um, no, I'm okay. And, <laughs> yeah, and that, that book is um, it's meant for all girls of all ages. You know, it talks about those three women. They were little girls just like you and I, and they just followed their dreams and they made it happen. And so those two books together are really fun for, you know, boys and girls, just total encouragement. Um, and, and they're personal stories. They're true stories. Have you taken this to, to organizations that uh, work with children? Have you taken, suggested to any organizations, do you know anyone? I mean, I'm thinking of uh, different organizations where they're trying to, you know, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, uh, you know, where there are mentors along the way where they could use these books and say, hey, you know, read this book and it will, because some kids need to be inspired and know that things are possible for them. Yeah, you know, we 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 try to be as creative as possible. So, yes, I mean, we do go into a lot of specialty markets. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we present the books, and sometimes we get very fortunate where they feel that it is a perfect fit for what the message mm-hmm. is that they're trying to promote for the year or for the season. Um, so we've we've been really fortunate with that. That's great. Now there's another book that I noticed is written by John Charlie Hanson. Any relation to Warren? Oh, oh no! I'll let Brett talk a little oh. bit about that book. <laughs> Oh, that's no, no relation. But uh, we just we fell in love with 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 Charlie. He is a uh, little Frenchman um, and a, a talented artist and um, a marvelous uh, character uh, of of a of an artist. He he um, he draws these very simple illustrations, but they have such depth to them, even though they're they're minimal. And uh, we worked with him for quite a while to, um, to come up with something we had never done before, and that is create a wordless book. And so we have three stories running through that book, uh, Beauty, Integrity, and Freedom. And uh, through, the st- through the illustrations, um, there's, there's a message that's shared, and uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's turned out to be... Uh, fun for children and adults, um, and, but sometimes the children really love to um, give their interpretation of it. We thought it was going to be kind of an adult um, introspective uh, book, and then it turns out that the children just go crazy over it because they want to make up their own stories with it. Uh, I think it's great because now I haven't seen the book, but I'm looking in the catalog and, and I'm thinking uh, there are children sometimes when they're going through the grieving process who do not speak. They ju- I see this often, and to show them this book where they could uh, cathartically get out their message and not be told, you need to speak, you need to speak. I mean, I've seen this happen. Well, it's time for you to speak. You need to get over it. And, you know, they're children, and people can't be told how long to grieve. And I'm thinking, wouldn't this be a great book for that, to show them that there's a book out there that has no words, and it's okay to not speak for a time, you know, but then gently right. – ask them what are these pictures about i'm wondering if it would be conducive to that do you think that would that would work i think absolutely it can work it's just a great conversation starter of sorts yeah and the um 
beauty, integrity, and freedom, the three kind of themes through the book. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is talking about beauty really being um, through different people's eyes, both a gardener's eyes and both um, the recipient of the, the flower um, the flower plant that that this person is given. And then um, freedom is basically, you know, if you love someone enough, um, or in this case, if you love if you love these beautiful tropical fish enough, you will let them go. And um, I'm, I'm certainly not doing justice to the to the storylines, but they're just really meaningful storylines too. Mm. Um, and, and all of the books are. And I and I know you wanted to mention because we're getting close to the top of the hour. I know you wanted to mention. Is it David Wheaton? Yes. That, yes. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm giving not familiar. Us a, yeah. Yeah, so um, we're just literally we're about a week out from our our launch of the new book, My Boy Ben. And um, My Boy Ben is, this is where um, things started to change a little bit for us this last year. We've been talking so much about our our shorter books, and we, we really, we will always continue to do our, our short books with messages that, just like we've been talking about for the last half hour, but in this case, um, we had an opportunity to um, to meet David Wheaton. David was a, a tennis star. He uh, he was actually number 12 in the world back in the late 80s and 90s. Um, beat Andre Agassi and others, um, Yvonne Lendahl and others. And he happens to be from the Minnesota area, so there were some local ties and some connections that were made. But this story isn't really about his tennis career. This story is about um, this beautiful relationship that he had with a yellow lab named Ben. And mm-hmm. the story, the book is called My Boy Ben, A Story of Love, Loss, and Grace. And the message uh, of this book is how God can use pets, in this case how God used Ben, actually to have just a profound impact on David, both as Ben was living, and then also as David dealt with the loss of Ben. It was it was a very difficult loss for him, and I think I, I understand what that loss is like. So does Brett, um, and I think many people do. And so it just talks about um, their life together and then David's healing process after after the loss of Ben. It's uh, The way I like to explain it is it's like Marley and me with a faith-based message. Okay. Yep. That's great. That's wonderful. And as I said, we are near the top of the hour, so I want to make sure that, you know, you can get to your next appointment and we can, you can tell us, where can people get your books? They don't buy them directly from you. They buy them from Amazon or local booksellers. Is that correct? Well, we um, we make it very easy. Um, all of the books are, you can actually buy them from us. So if you go oh. to www.tristanpublishing.com, um, our website, there is a place that you can order books directly from us, but we love our retail partners. So um, you can go in and ask any bookstore in the country to look up you know, Tristan Publishing titles, give them the name of one of these books, and they can order them through their wholesalers. Amazon.com, all of our books are available on Amazon.com, um, BarnesandNoble.com. Um, and and independent booksellers across the country have to put a plug in for our independent booksellers um, that are you know in small town America and big town America um, our our friends that are out there 
selling good books and helping keep books in readers' hands. So um, you, you can buy them anywhere. I, I appreciate so much that you're that you're here and that you do uh, support the local booksellers. I, I support them wholeheartedly. It's interesting because you can go to the, everyone. You can go to Tristan Publishing, T-R-I-S-T-A-N, publishing.com. Check out the books. Check them out. Read a little bit about them. If somebody pops into your head, that person is meant to get that book. These are reasonably priced extremely beneficial gifts for Christmas giving. And you know the challenging economy that we have, this is a great way to give somebody something that's totally lasting and they can refer to over and over again and truly get the benefits day in and day out. Most gifts, you know, you give somebody food, it's gone. You give somebody clothing, you know, styles change. Give somebody a book, a book that's made well, that's high quality, that has a terrific message. And, you know, you're going to change their life and make an impact like nothing else. So I really appreciate the fact that you both came on the show today. It really means a lot that you took time to do that. I, I just think it's important to get your word out there. I, I'm enthralled with what you do, and I very much appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Well, we're just you. Yeah. Thank you. This is truly an honor for us, and to God be the glory. We're just grateful to share. Thank you so oh, much. And um, thank you. Wait, I'm going to get you copies of the books that I didn't send to you too, so that you have those um, for your practice too. We do we. You know, we, we love knowing when counselors and others are, are using our books um, as a way to help others. So you're going to get another box full. Well, thank you. You know, it's funny because people don't want to read necessarily 200 pages. So it's, you know, here, you can read this while you're waiting for your turn. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. you know, and Then go get it because you're going to need it at home. Oh. <laughs> so listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. You know, we live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we are meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully. And this is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T-Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archived list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as an information about other upcoming events I'll be hosting throughout the remainder of this year, including upcoming Crystal Singing Bowl concerts. And if you're not in the area or you can't make a concert, you can order my CD, Imagine, from the site as well, and my new CD, The Healing Sounds of Christmas, which was released on October 1st and is now available on my site, that is music that is played on a quartz crystal harp, which is a patent-pending instrument, and I think there's only five of us in the world that own it. So I practiced, and I practiced, and I practiced, and now there's a CD that you can all enjoy. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. I got a roof over my head. I got a warm place to sleep. So
It's not a hand. 